Suvas Perk Yud Aleph Mishnah Hey eleven five. Now the Mishnah here is talking about a Bezdin selling property to satisfy creditors. That's not what we've been talking about up till now. So up to now we're talking about the the Almana, the woman acting, you know, outside of the Bezdin Shalmumchin, outside like the formal expert Bezdin, and um taking matters into her own hands. She's using like uh, some sort of ad hoc Bezdin of three who know the business, but that's all. Now our mission is talking about a more generic case about the Bezdin um, acting as it's supposed to do to settle people's disputes and decide what's fair. So, if in such a scenario where the Bezdin is selling someone's property, like for example to satisfy Ksuba, but there could be other cases as well, so they have to decide what's a fair value for a given piece of property. Um, but of course the Bezdin isn't perfect, not to mention that when it comes to appraising properties, nothing's perfect. But the point is, the Mishnah here says, If the rabbis make an appraisal of a property, and based on that appraisal, they sell it, and they're off in their appraisal based on what actually would be the real fair market value, underestimating it by a sixth, or if they overestimate it by a sixth, in either case, at that point, a sixth is the limit, Beyond that, it's considered to be batel, it's considered to be the sale is annulled. Now, the normal rule is when it comes to selling of land, that ain't ona'a bekarkos, that while there's a usual rule called ona'a, that if you exploit a purchaser by taking advantage of information he doesn't know, and therefore you overcharge him, if the amount you overcharge him is a sixth of the going rate, whatever the commodity is, so then that's called ona'a, exploitation, and the sale is annulled. The rule, however, is under normal circumstances, when it comes to selling land, even if um, the sale happens significantly above the quote-unquote fair market price, way beyond the sh- a sixth, the shtus, it's still binding. There's no ona'a when it comes to real estate, and the reason why is because Every parcel of land is utterly unique, right? There's only that location on planet Earth and nothing else quite like it. And therefore, for whatever reasons, a person might have, you know, there might be, for the very same tract of land, different rational market participants might have different values to ascribe to it, based on what maybe it's, it's got a location they like, or whatever their benefits and features that that piece of land might have. So the normal rule is when it comes to selling land, there's no ona. If someone over underpays, then that's the fair price because every land is utterly, every parcel of land is utterly unique. However, when the Bezdin is being brought into the picture, so their role in society is to arbitrate and decide what's what's just. And therefore, if they make a mistake and they they over-undercharge, and therefore, of course, that's a zero-sum game. Someone's going to be losing here, potentially, in terms of the sale. So then um, the person who's losing can contest and say, this is not fair. Your role was to do a fair deal for us when you sell this land, and you didn't do a fair deal. You missed you misappraised it. So how much of a band of error can they have? The answer is a shtus, a six above or below the fair price. Beyond that, and we say it's just a mistake. They weren't authorized. They're not doing a sale of property where there's no there's no no exploitation. Here it's they were um, engaged by these two parties to decide what's fair, and they clearly made a mistake, and they did something that wasn't fair. So therefore, it's unjust, and it could be undone. Rav Meshim Magamil says, no way. It's totally binding, and the reason why is because if that wouldn't be the case, and you would say if the Bezdin, you don't like the Bezdin's appraisal, you say it was too high or too low, you can undo it, so then what's the point of a Bezdin? What's the power of a Bezdin? The whole reason and rationale for a Bezdin's function in society is to decide what's just, so if you can 
query what they do and say it's not just, so then that undermines the whole point of a Bezdin. Um, even Rabbi Shem Gamil agrees that if it's totally out of whack, meaning let's say you you sell a, a field that's worth 100 for 200, twice its normal amount, or 50, half its normal amount, at that point it's just too out of whack and something's gone wrong. You know, Bezdins are human beings too, and they can make a mistake. But short of something so egregious, like a totally, you know, double or half the amount, so then the Bezdin did their best, they acted in good faith, that's what the Bezdin's for, and you can't query it, says Rabbi Shem Gamliel. Halacha does not follow him. Halacha like Tanakama again, that if the bezin is off by a shtus, a sixth in either direction, then it can um, be uh, be annulled. Now, at all events, says the Mishnah, and this is going to be agreed to. Um, you know, this is this is this is the din. If the bezin does a uh, proclamation which announces like an auction of the property. And then the, all the market participants who are relevant have been informed, and they can bid openly on the thing, on the piece of property. Even if what people would think is worth 100, fetches 200. Or some which people think is worth 200, actually fetches 100. Then that auction that was conducted by the Bezdin um, is binding. And the reason why is because, obviously, if they did an auction and all the rational market participants could play, so then you see the market determine the price. And if people had some theoretical model which said the property is worth, you know, 100, they're obviously wrong because someone paid 200 for it or vice versa. They thought it was worth 200. Well, obviously not because things are worth what people pay for them. And if everyone knew about it and the highest it could fetch was 100, so that's all it's really worth. So they would be binding. As far as the word Igeres Bikores goes. So Nigeres is like a, a letter or a bill or announcement. Bikores means like an investigation. And um, you might think incorrectly that Igeres Bikores kind of translates as something like maybe like like an appraisal, like a formal appraisal. But no, that's not what it means. It means there it doesn't mean translating literally. It means uh, literally translates like a a letter of um, investigation or evaluation. But what it means is they're making a proclamation of an auction. And once that hachraza, the once that announcement is, is made publicized, then people will, all the people who are interested in buying land will do a bikoret. That will prompt them to investigate and decide what the value of this property is on their own. So that's what the meaning of the word igeres bikoret is. But the point is, and this is the halacha, that if the bezin publicizes the sale and people can act to the market and set its fair price, that's what defines the fair price. And therefore, even if people thought it wasn't fair, um, we rule it is fair and that sale would be binding.